Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. After a long break, I was skiing in Park City, so I didn't have a chance. And then when I got back, I don't, I don't know what happened. I just got lazy. But now we got the boys are back in town, Charlie and Monty. We're going to talk a little NBA. We're going to talk a little NFL free agency. And then we'll do our click it to pickets, but for NBA games. Um, but we were just talking about this coming in. All right, check this out. At my apartment complex, I ordered a HelloFresh package. Okay. I got home. The HelloFresh package was not there, so it was stolen. I go to the security guard. I'm like, look, this HelloFresh package was delivered between this time frame, blah, 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 whatever. I talk to the general manager. They give me off. They, they give me $200 off of my rent. That's what I said the groceries were worth. They were actually worth $35. Anyway, so then I get my credit back for HelloFresh, right? So I'm winning, okay? I, I've already scammed the sufficient amount of people. I'm not, I'm not going to get scammed fully, ever. It's never going to happen. So I've already gone ahead and scammed everyone on the outside. That being said, then with each new HelloFresh order you get, you get a hundred dollars off of naked wines, very specific company, very specific. Uh, and it's, it gives you as many bottles as you want of, of, or of, uh, wine from local curators around the world. Right. Very specific company. I get home. Now my naked wines that were confirmed delivered are stolen from the, from the package room. So now, now I've now we have a bandit in the in my apartment complex. I go back, I report it. I'm like, look, this was over two hundred dollars worth of wine. <laughs> I'm of course exaggerating again because I've I got the hundred dollars off in the HelloFresh, which you also scammed. Which I also scammed. <laughs> I'm scamming HelloFresh and Nick. I think this is all karma catching up to me, but even even so. So then I'm like, dude, it was delivered at 144. I get home today. There is another Naked Wines box there. It's it it has the apartment number 1809 on it. I'm 3709. It's very specific packaging from a very specific company that no one orders from. So I go to the security guard. I'm like, look, this is what happened. They got home yesterday after a long day of work. They probably saw the box and like, oh, oh, nine. That's mine. Got it back. Security guard calls them up. No, I didn't get a package. They come down and they get the other package. Now, I guess there is a chance that someone ordered naked wines at the exact time that I ordered naked wines, chose 12 bottles of red and has the same last two digits on their apartment number is me and they just ordered it and someone else has stolen my wine but i highly doubt that and uh i just i want them to know because i i figure everyone's listening to this podcast i'll find you and i will scam you to oblivion <laughs> i just want them to know that anyway moral of the story is i have already gotten my money back for the wine i'm gonna get that wine delivery anyway for free 
I'm going to still hound them for more free rent. But at this point, I just want my food and I just want my wine. Do you think that's that's out of line, guys? I think you had it coming. All right, shut up. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do a little intro song. Let's do a Friday night. We'll do the uh, intro song and then we'll get into the sports here. I like doing it in the intro now. Enjoy. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are all right what a beautiful song always a beautiful song um my pause yeah i can see that you're paused you're just looking down pensively (laughs) can you hear us yeah i'm here all right Fuck it. All right, look. I'm going to re- rejoin. Okay. Monty, who do you want to start with? We want to talk about Russ. Who do you want to start with, Wilson or Westbrook? Um, Why don't we start with football? Because we'll do our clickets to pickets before we end with basketball. Okay. All right. So this is what I want to know from the Russell Wilson trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, first things first. Because I heard a uh, welcome back. I heard a conspiracy today that Russell Wilson denied your Philadelphia Eagles, denied them. Said I don't want to play in Philly. I, Charlie, you want to expand on that? I, saw, I mean, I was the one that told you about that report. So I know I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, I just think it's. I mean, when you're you're based in a city. I mean, when you're when you're based in Seattle, based on the West Coast for I mean all of your career, I don't think you want to suddenly drop everything. You got what? He's got like three kids. Well, he's got two kids, and he's got future baby, junior, baby future. But, um, yeah, yeah, Charlie is telling me they can't play future songs in the Denver locker room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, Russell Wilson is a uh, stepdad to Future, the rapper's son. And isn't the son's name like Future Junior or something? Yeah, Baby Future. Yeah, Future Junior. Oh, wow. That's insane. <laughs> um, okay, well, here's my other question. Did did now that well, he does not want to go to – he does not want to go to Philly, okay? You say it's because it's on the coast, I say, because he didn't want to play for such a terrible organization. But did Denver – did they overpay for, for Russ – or, or is it the other way around? Um, I think – I mean, you had to pay a lot if you wanted to get Russell Wilson away. Um, but but why? Just because he's an elite quarterback and that's the market for elite quarterbacks. You just have to give up 
a bunch is of he picks. elite yes yeah i mean he no, was no, with really a very bad it. seattle team see the seattle team i mean Pete carroll would make a couple boneheaded decisions seattle as a whole their defense wasn't too good their offense when russ wasn't there wasn't too good and i think the trade and when he was there yeah, honestly, like I'm fine giving up draft picks. It was the position players that the Broncos gave up, which Oh, like, really? Well, that not not saying that the position players are like good, but usually NFL like I was confused as to why the Broncos like the Seahawks wanted position players. Like why do you want Drew Locke? Why do you want Noah Fant? Like they haven't really done anything. Well, let's just break it down real quick for those that don't know. Okay, so they gave two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a fifth, Noah Fant, and Drew Locke, and and then a D lineman. Mm-hmm. So on, if I were the Seahawks, I would have I, – I, I think the trade was fair. If I were the Seahawks, though, I would have wanted more first-round picks. Like instead of Drew Locke and Noah Fant, I would have wanted like another first-round pick. Because the way I look at like the first-round picks is – yeah, there's two, but one doesn't really count because if you were going to draft a quarterback that year, like you're getting Russell Wilson. Like, so you can imagine as like, oh, this draft, I got Russell Wilson in the first round. So then right. you're just getting one future one. For Russell Wilson, I want another future one, at least three first round picks, two second round picks. And I think he has that value. I mean, he's Russell, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I know that was like 10 years ago, but he's still, he's still an elite quarterback. I thought about it today, though. I was thinking, like, initially, I was like, oh, good trade. But then I was, like, really thinking about it. I'm like, wait a second. Russell Wilson wasn't even, like, top 10 last year. He was he was hurt for a while. He was hurt. He fractured his thumb on his throwing hand. You don't think that Yeah, but then he wasn't good at all. Like, okay, so you're saying he was also checked out. You're saying, wait a second. You're saying he's going to, you believe that excuse and that he's going to bounce back to pre hand injury Russell Wilson. I'm saying that he won't bounce back because that is a major injury and he's older. I think he, I think he was also checked out. Like, when he came back from his injury, the Seahawks were nowhere near making the playoffs, so he he, he no was already O-line. checked out for that year. Yeah, they have no O line. He's scrambling around at thirty three. If you give, if you give him a decent pocket, yes, I think Russell Wilson will come back and will prove you wrong next year. Don't you think some of that is Russell Wilson's fault, though? I mean, you've been watching Russell a long time. Don't you think? I mean, he's obviously a quarterback that likes to just keep the ball in his hand. I mean, he did have let's 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 be honest. He did have Lockett and DK Metcalf and wasn't able to do much with them. Last, last year, year, specifically last year. Well, I'll go back to my reasoning in that he was rehab. I mean, he came back very quickly from a fractured thumb. Was playing in the toughest division in the NFL. You I, love Russell Wilson. No, I think you would put him I, in the top ten. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's been really, really good for the past five years, too. You don't we'll think get he's there. a top we'll 10 quarterback? There. We'll get there. Russell Westbrook's a Hall of Fame NBA player. Doesn't mean I want him on my team next year. Wait, you don't think Russell Wilson's a top 10 quarterback in the league right now? No, I don't. I think he's hovering around that range at 10, 10, 11, 12. That's Look, he's, not, That's he's the third best quarterback in his division. Well, he's, he's No, he's better than Justin Herbert. 
let's not let's not get let's not get obsessed with recency bias of Herbert. Oh come on, Charlie! You're talking Mr. Recency Bias right now. I mean, that's all you use off of. Charlie, who you want, Justin Herbert or Russell Wilson? For this next year. For next year. For next year, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh, you're insane. Herbert is gonna be a good quarterback, but let's not act like Russell Wilson's not like. Well, he already is a very good quarterback. Justin Herbert hasn't even made the playoffs. Yeah, what has he done to be like, okay, he's better than Russell Wilson? Have you seen his throws? Yes, I've seen his throws, but I also saw him. He's walking 80 yards. I I also saw him not beat the Raiders to get into the playoffs when he had a chance. I know he he played really well that game, but I'm not going to crown him over Russell Wilson after two years. I disagree because, I mean, that goes – here's the crazy part, okay? Denver, I I have completely turned on this. I went from this morning thinking, wow, that was actually a good trade. You know, Denver's getting Russell Wilson, you know. And then I started thinking about Russell Wilson. Then I look at the Super Bowl odds, which are all out of whack. We have Bills 7-1. to Chiefs eight to one, Packers ten to one, Rams twelve to one, and then Denver. Can you Denver at twelve to one? I just I just don't see it. I don't see any world where they win the Super Bowl next year. Could you say the have... same thing about the Rams last year? Could you say the same thing about yeah. the Bengals making? You could have. You could have. You see, the well, that's the, that's the crazy Bengals? part. The bet they're above the Bengals already, who are just there. And have cap space. Yeah, but well, the Bengals got lucky. They went on. They went on a run. But the reason why? I mean, the Broncos—they have the offensive weapons. They have a good defense, and now you give them Russell Wilson. I. Everyone keeps talking about their defense. I mean, it was like so. There's some ratings that have them at twentieth. Well, they have one of the best safeties in the NFL in Simmons. They have a very young, promising cornerback in Patrick Sertan. I mean, I'm not going to go. I don't. I don't know their entire defense, but I know that they are definitely an above-average defense. I don't know how much that Shelby Harris dude impacted it, but obviously not much if they're willing to trade him. I think you're really, really underestimating Russell Wilson. Last year was the first year that Russell Wilson had ever had a losing season in his career. Yeah, I know, but when it goes, it goes quick, dude. He's so young. He's only like 30. When it goes, it goes quick. Peyton Manning went from winning the Super Bowl to having a noodle of an arm. I mean, (laughs) this is what happens, dude. It goes quick, dude. You go, you know, any other quarterback that you would think might be elite, it, it can happen within a year is what I'm saying, and especially with a guy who likes running around. He doesn't like running around. He had he to run around running because around. Of watch, watch a clip. The guy loves holding on to the ball too long. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is I think, okay, so you like those odds. So you're going to bet on Denver, 12 to 1 odds. Dude. I'm not betting on Denver, but I I would bet on the Chiefs or the Bills. I'm not betting <laughs> on Denver. I don't think this Denver trade makes them ahead of the Chiefs or the Bills, but they can now compete with them. They're not going to be ahead of them. They compete because before they were not even close to being on the same level. But now I put them on the same level, a little below the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on the the, the Broncos either, but I 100% think they won that trade. 
I think the Seattle strike money said. I think that's, yeah, they, I, the trade's good. I just like, upon further review, I don't, now I'm just like, oh, yeah, Denver just got like marginally better to me. Not marginally I mean, better when their quarterback went from Bridgewater to Russell Wilson. I just don't see it with Russ. I really don't. I think he's like middle of the road kind of guy now. This is, I would say, top, top five worst take that you've made. I mean, anytime you go, <laughs> no, it's not. Listen, listen to some other podcasts. Listen, listen to some advanced analytics podcasts. Russell Wilson is not what he used to be, dude. And I used to love Russell Wilson, but if you watch. Just last year with the advanced analytics, it's just I mean, like for eh. just two years ago, he threw forty touchdowns. It's a long time ago, a long time ago. <laughs> two years ago, Russell Westbrook was balling out, dude. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was killing it. All he right, comparing the NBA to the NFL. Well, oh, okay. You, you're the one who said that uh, Cade Cunningham was the Trey Lance of the NFL. <laughs> I mean, if this seems to be a common take on here. That was right. a... Here's, here's, here's one thing. Conspiracy theory-wise for the Super Bowl pick, 49ers are 13-1. to 1. They're right below Denver. And you know what I think? I think Vegas knows that Tom Brady is coming to the 49ers. If Tom Brady goes to the Niners... And it's confirmed. I think the Niners then jump to number one. Right. But so yeah, yeah. Them being that high right now is because no. I they think their think... odds right now though are fair. Like I mean, look at them. They you went like to that the... with Trey Lance. Well, with Jimmy G, I know they want to trade him, but I, I mean, they went to the NFC Championship with Jimmy G. I don't know. Maybe there's Your a boy. lot happening. Your in boy. Adam, I like Jimmy G. Yes, I like Jimmy and, G. And, and what did what did you hear today about Jimmy G? That he could go to the Colts, which I love. I would love that. I think it's a good pick. Well, I do too pick. because that fits Jimmy G, where he doesn't have to throw the ball that much. He basically a game. It would fit Russell Wilson too, to be honest. No, it I mean, wouldn't. Colts would be a good great. No, Colts would be a great team for Russell. You know, don't throw the ball that much. Well, any Wait. the Colts would be a great team for any quarterback. They have a great team. They they have a great offensive oh, line, a great line, running yeah. game. They just had right. one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is Denver. Has. Denver better run the ball a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. They're gonna throw. They have a bunch of receivers. They also, I think, might have the best running back in the league. I mean, he's, yeah, but you're not gonna be a run heavy team when you have Judy. Sutton and Patrick on the outsides. You, you're a big Patrick guy, big Tim Patrick guy. You're I'm a big, I'm a big Judy guy. fan. I'm, I like Jerry Judy a lot. This guy, this guy earlier today nice. said Tim Patrick is better than Jerry Judy. No, no, no. Yes, I said did. no. Yes, I didn't. I said they were using Tim Patrick more than Jerry Judy at the end of the year because I had Jerry Judy on my fantasy team and he had zero catches in one of my playoff games. And that was your reasoning for saying that Jerry Judy is worse. You said because they use him less, therefore. Well, I. You know what? I just have to trust the Broncos staff. If you're not going to use Jerry Judy and you're going to use Tim Patrick more, then I have to trust that the Broncos staff knows something that I don't know. You know what the real the real tragedy is in this entire thing is I used to date a girl. Her name's Brittany. This was early this year. She had season tickets for the Broncos 50-yard line 
And and I should have seen it. I should have been like, it should have been a long stock play, you know? Yeah, you'd be like out there index brewing run. Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I I, I can fake like, it. Jim Patrick, I, come on. No, I I can fake it. I'd be like, I always <laughs> said he was the best quarterback in this division. <laughs> Fifty yard line, Russell Wilson jersey. Anyway, well, maybe I'll give her a call. Anyway, <laughs> Ravens are twenty to one. The disrespect continues for the Baltimore Ravens. They don't have a quarterback. Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. All right, let's let we're done with the Russell Wilson thing. Quick take on Carson Wentz, by the way. He's washed. His career is over. He's going to be a journeyman quarterback or out the league soon. I think the Got Commanders, it. Commander Carson, I think that's a good – got a good ring to it. I think that the Washington football team, Commanders now, as used to be the slur. Um, it's actually – it's it's gaining traction for me. I kind of like the Commanders now. I, I kinda, It's got a certain ring to it for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, that team, that franchise is, I said, just when I think of, when I make a comparison, like when I see a franchise like Carson Wentz, just, you know, is the epitome of, I see the, see the commanders. You had, you had an inside take on this. You said, you said that Carson was resistant to coaching, which is surprising to me because I watched the HBO Hard Knocks in season on the Colts. Apparently he was, I mean, we knew this in Philly, a, a big thing too is that he, wasn't he's not a good leader i mean he clearly i mean well i won't get into it but what i'm saying vaccine wise i mean as the quarterback of the team he (laughs) didn't get vaccinated and that ended up hurting them that ended up hurting their playoff chances because i think it hurt way more than people think i think those last two games he was completely wiped from covid and like i mean you just have to watch he he was a he was already a shell of himself, so he's a shell of the shell. Yeah. He's the Ben yeah, Simmons of the NFL. That's true. <laughs> that's <laughs> a we good comparison. Late NBA to NFL. <laughs> All right. Speaking of NBA, let's go on to Russell Westbrook. Um, you guys have any, like, first take? My, my first take is I am fascinated by Russell Westbrook's complete lack of of accountability and his surprise of the expectations that the Lakers had. It seems to me that Russell Westbrook is like on this like fantasy land of I'm still in OKC. I can do whatever I want. And I have you heard him yet say, I got to do better. I got to stop turning the ball over. I got to stop taking three-pointers. This guy has the worst three-point percentage in the NBA for those that qualify. He has the second-to-worst free-throw percentage for all that qualify, and he's one away for most turnovers. And yet, have you ever heard him say, you know what, I got to do better. You know what, maybe I do have to consider coming off the bench i've never heard it said and that is just astounding to me yeah i don't i don't know about that situation i mean i i think he has said something about like how he has to do but i don't think he's been specific like you said and i mean my first step would be stop shooting threes but because <laughs> like he that's just a wasted possession every single time but 
he um I don't know. I, I've been going back and forth on whether or not I feel bad for him or not because I mean he just has this spotlight. I mean, he's always been a big celebrity, not even just like not even just NBA related, just outside of his game. He's been a big celebrity, had a big spotlight on him and I think I mean I, I think it was Skip Bayless that said it that like just he just isn't made for he isn't made for the bright lights like a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like he he just he still thinks that he's the player he used to be and he clearly isn't and also he's saying that like when he sees himself screwing up he just puts way more effort in and just starts going way harder <laughs> and that just screws him up even more it's like dude you gotta slow down like you gotta I mean I also think playing next to LeBron is not helpful I think LeBron and one other superstar can coexist. Not saying that Russ is a superstar, but he plays like he's a superstar. So, I guess expand on that. Why can't LeBron coexist with uh, another player at like Russell Westbrook, who is more of like ball dominant? I, th- I mean, I think that's the reason because LeBron is so ball dominant. I think he's either scoring or he's passing the ball, and that's essentially Russell Westbrook. He's right would always just be just drive drive and kick or drive and score or pull up um but i think um i mean Kyrie and lebron worked well it's mm-hmm. big they played the two game i mean lebron's big Kyrie, and or you could or like ad and lebron worked well because two pretty significantly different positions but i don't know um and Not- obviously like in miami uh bosch took a backseat um to him mm-hmm. and wade but I, I, it just seems like LeBron, just LeBron being, I mean, you look at players like Kuzma, I think part of it is like when you're an NBA player, you, you get into that rhythm by touching the ball consistently. And like players like Kuzma are now, who are now thriving in Washington because they're touching the ball more rather than just sitting in the quarter. And then when you get the ball past you, it's like a new feeling that you're not consistently touching the ball but right i don't know i mean that's that's something that i've always thought i mean i don't know if that's true or not but it seems like players like lebron who are dominating the touches are um taking away from the rhythm of other players individual game but monty do you feel bad for russell westbrook the man who's making 44 million dollars <laughs> and 47 million dollars next year no, that's why I'll never feel bad for athletes. But um, no, with Russ, though, like, he has to realize this isn't, like, 22-year-old Russell Westbrook. Like, he's older. He has to change his game. Sort of like how Melo knew when he was washed. He was like, okay, I'm going to become, like, a spot-up shooter. Not saying Russ is going to become a spot-up shooter. But you just have to change your game to make it work. I know, right. like, his Come old philosophy. Yeah, coming off the bench or just – you're not going to be that ball dominant player you were in OKC. So you have to change your game and you have to acknowledge that you have to change your game. And like you said, he doesn't take accountability. And I didn't like that press conference where he went back and forth with the reporter and was like, how do you know what my expectations were? Like you got traded to a championship team with LeBron and AD. If your expectations aren't to go to the playoffs and win a ring, like what, what are you doing playing basketball with them for the Lakers? Like, you don't make that trade if you're like, oh, I want to not even make the playoffs. So I think he knew – he also – I bet he knew he was wrong. He was just probably, like, really, like, annoyed just 
the last couple like months he's been playing like super poor and so he just finally like broke but as an athlete you have to know like you can't be spazzing out at reporters like that and make it a lot more personal than just like a question is like what do you feel about the season so far he made it personal like oh how do you know what my expectations were like just just answer the question say you came <laughs> yeah. in to win, um win a championship but it's clearly not working and something has to change and that would have been a perfect response but he was a whole diva and made a whole situation out of it i'm actually you know what i'm getting a lot of donald trump vibes from uh, russell westbrook lately. <laughs> <laughs> no no accountability whatever he does yeah. is definitely right <laughs> um I, you know what i don't actually think he realizes that he's not good anymore that's, that's the fair. problem that's always the, real the last problem. ones to realize it yeah it's like a boxer you know doesn't know when to hang it up right no, and i don't know you know what the the crazy thing is like i don't want to just like be like over and over harping on russell westbrook but like what what is the solution is it come off the bench or is it just maybe we should just shut down Russell Westbrook for the rest of the season? I think coming off the bench. I mean, I, I, I'm very surprised. I mean, I guess he's adamant, adamantly against coming off the bench, which just shows you if that's true, that just shows you how big his ego is. And it's like, you it see the Mello same thing coming, with Alan Iverson coming off the bench. Like you see, but it's, it's, I just think that he would, at the very least, get a confidence boost coming off the bench. And like I said, he'd be able to dominate the ball. I mean, he'd run the offense uh, coming off the bench, playing against second stringers. Um, and I feel like people probably wouldn't be as critical of him if he's coming off the bench rather than starting. And I don't know. I mean, he's already not closing out games or a lot of the games. So it's like, if he's coming off the bench, it's like, oh, well, he's a bench player. He's not closing out the game. But right. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I sh I'm just surprised that, that it hasn't happened yet because I feel like there's, they're literally have hit rock bottom that it's like they should, could try anything, but it's probably just because he refuses to do so. But I don't think shutting him down is the solution. I think he, um, I only say that because I don't with the bench thing you could have some sort of toxic pouting thing going on which then is even worse than him just not playing anymore. I don't know. I mean, it's already pretty toxic. I mean, it's pretty clear which, that they don't want him. Which is the love of my life because LeBron orchestrated these this entire thing <laughs> and of course takes no responsibility for it of course tries to get him traded at the deadline then has to backtrack and I get to watch even though he had he puts up 54 the other night it doesn't matter and that's the best part about it because no matter what the Walter White of the NBA does, there's nothing he can do. And I get to watch him squirm around like a little bug. And then he'll just, I, I don't know what I want more. I don't know whether I want them to make the playoffs so I can watch the torture go on even further. Or if I just want 
it done and out of the way and him not to even make the playoffs. But I will say that I am enjoying every moment of this and I will be enjoying every moment of this into next season and all the way through next season. Russ won't be there next year. He'll be gone. They'll be getting. Oh, I know. I know, but it doesn't matter. I think LeBron is stuck in NBA purgatory right now. And I don't know how the Lakers get out of it. By trading him. That's true. I mean, it would have to be a. I actually agree with uh, Shaq and like Shannon Sharp, where they're like, it would have to be a LeBron okayed. I can go here, here, and here situation. Um, or they trade Anthony Davis. Th- that's true. I, I wonder what what could what do you think you could get for Anthony Davis? Nowadays? That's tough. He's he's been extremely injury prone over the past couple of years, but I mean, you still are getting a good haul. I mean, he's still one of the best big men when healthy in the league. But yeah, I mean, three years ago they traded. Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, and like a first round pick. And I think, obviously, you're not going to get to that extent, but AD, I think he's like still 28 or 29. He holds the most value on that team. I think you can get a solid return for that. Speaking of uh, Ingram, can we give the Pelicans a little bit of a shout out here? They're having a they're having a pretty good they're having a pretty good run here. I think they're uh, what nine and four. They're playing some good basketball. I just want to give the Pelicans a shout out. You're losing to the Magic tonight. Your Magic, my Magic. Yo, remember we are the Magic. <laughs> CJ McCollum's the stepfather that he's the father <laughs> that stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's I actually. Got a, I get just got a live question, live request from my from mom. Uh-huh. Okay, good. She okay. Good. I want you to limit it. It'll give you five minutes. I want you to explain. Why you hate LeBron James? <laughs> well, I, I would like to tell your mom that I do have a three-hour podcast called The LeBron Episode <laughs> where I actually have a keynote slideshow going through the last 20 years of his life and what he's done. Um, LeBron, let, let's just start with all of the shitty moments of LeBron's life. Uh, I'm going to keep this short because everyone that I know that would is still listening has heard this one million times. Okay, LeBron James, when he first got to Cleveland, I just want to set the foundation for what a piece of shit he is. He would go out to restaurants, bars, everything else, and he would run up these tabs, and then he would not tip any of the waiters or waitresses. So that kind of gave me like a clue of who this guy is, blah, blah, blah. I want to set that foundation because my big thing in life is that people do not change. They can only change, according to the books that I've read, 10% in either way. Who someone is by the age of 21 is who they are forever. And so that's the foundation. Piece of shit. When (laughs) he was in Cleveland, when he was in Cleveland, it's always someone else's fault. Let's, Let's not forget that he refused to shake hands with multiple teams when he would go off the court. He said, I don't shake hands. I'm a winner while wearing a New York Yankees hat in Cleveland. Th- so that that's another thing. He loves to just he, – he's a chameleon, basically. He's a sociopath. Um, 
Then when things get hard, he'll make up an excuse. Let's remember the elbow issue that he had when he was going against the Celtics. Let's remember I broke my hand when he was going against the Warriors. Uh, Don't forget the AC AC in San Antonio. Right. And that, well, I'll actually give him that because that, that looked, that looked (laughs) tough to play in. Um, I, there's so much, I just don't want to forget anything. Then when he went, then he, then he leaves, he can't get it done in one area. Then instead of telling ownership and everyone else, he holds the decision, a national press conference. Wait a second. How do I not look like a complete douchebag in this press conference? Oh, I know I'll use children, a theme that he goes back to many times during his career. I'll use children as a shield. By the way, many evil people throughout history use charity and children as a shield to mask all their evil doings, Michael Jackson. But he'll use children and then say, oh, I just thought of where I'm going this morning. Lies to national television. That was already worked out weeks earlier. Doesn't tell the owner. Lies in front of children. Uses children as a shield. Can't get it done in Cleveland. So then he goes to Miami. Promises seven championships. Loses immediately to an inferior Dallas Mavericks team. In the press conference, they say, LeBron, what are your thoughts? He says, I don't give a fuck. I get to live my life. You got to go back to your shitty jobs tomorrow. Tells that to people. Because he couldn't get it done in Miami. Gets bailed out the next year by Ray Allen's shot, if Kawhi Leonard doesn't miss too. Um, Then here's where he gets really Walter White evil. He then (laughs) finds out that Chris Bosh has blood clots. (laughs) And he chooses to go back to Cleveland. But meanwhile, all throughout this, Barry Bonds is getting caught. Everyone else is getting caught for from the Balco case for steroids. It just so happens on those documents, there's an L. James next to every single delivery, too. Doesn't get caught for using steroids. But it's let's dry. fast forward. Let's fast forward. Can't get it done in Miami. Then, after he gets bailed out by Ray Allen, the next year, they get fucking crushed. And then he finds out Chris Bosh has blood clots and then uses his amazing, I would like to give props, amazing PR team to then say, oh, I feel bad. I'm coming home to Cleveland. No, you're coming to Kyrie Irving, who can then bail you out again because you knew Miami was going down the tubes. Then, by the way, the entire time tried to get Eric Spolster fired. Complete piece of shit. Um, and then he he leaves that. Do I need, by the way, do I need to even go on? I don't even want to get to the LA years. Because that's when he becomes the shittiest person of all time. I, I don't. I've taken up five minutes. <laughs> if you want to see the whole thing. Watch the LeBron episode. The man contradicts himself nonstop, lies to you straight to your face, is a sociopath, uses children as a shield, can't get it done on multiple super teams, will bounce around, will sell you out, will get your coach fired, 
and then will send out cryptic tweets through all throughout All-Star Weekend when he's on the Lakers to then try and put this all on Rob Palenka, who, by the way, was Kobe's choice, RIP to the greatest, Kobe's choice to be the GM, but LeBron doesn't give a fuck about what Kobe wanted because it's all about LeBron in the end. And so therefore, if LeBron is having a shitty season, then it's not ever LeBron's fault. It's Rob Palenka's fault. It's Anthony Davis's fault. It's Russell Westbrook's fault. It's everyone else but me. Oh, by the way, I'm a great person because I I support children's causes. It's all shields. Rich people use charity as shields all the time. Um, and then, by the way, just a last little little cupcake because they love to say, LeBron, such a family man, such a good guy. Multiple times been caught DMing 18-year-olds on Instagram trying to hang out. The problem is, since he's such a loser cornball dad, he can't get, he can't even cheat correctly because they all deny him. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't try. So all of his PR team, I'm a great guy, I'm everything else, is also bullshit. And that's why I like to, like to cap it. My mom would like to add in, thank you. I've always hated him too. Well said. <laughs> Plus, he is a big baby slash huge faker in every game. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you want to get back to the NBA, the guy flops nonstop. Um, by the way, love you from <laughs> Iran. <laughs> I love you, too. Keep supplying whatever uh, weapons you do to him. All right. Jeez. So moving on. <clears throat> um, do you want to get into I, – I want a quick take on the Calvin Ridley thing. Not to go backwards, but I would like to get your quick take on that. Fair? Not fair. I think it's fair because he knew the rules and still decided to do it anyways, which, like, in any scenario, it's, like, the rules are set for that. Um, I think that that's – the punishment's a little excessive, but I guess that's what it was. I guess that's what the punishment was, so it's, like – He's an idiot for doing it. I mean, he knew the rules. Like, Any brownie points for betting on the Falcons? No, yeah, that's I mean, why I think. That's what he messed up. If you're going to bet, the Falcons suck. You deserve to get caught if you're betting on the Falcons. $1,500 bet cost him $10 million, by the way. <laughs> Worst odds of human history. All right. I want to talk about the shifting east and west because a lot has happened in the two weeks that we've been on hiatus here, folks. Um, Chicago looks a complete mess. Uh, I think tonight, was, though. one in 13 against uh good team. So wh- who they play tonight? Pistons. And they barely won. They barely pulled it out. W is a W a wise man once said that to me. Um, but I want to get your take because the East is shifting and it looks like that Philly is, is really figuring it out. Do you think Philly is now the, uh, the favorite uh, to, to come out of the East or, is Brooklyn scaring you? Money, you can take this one. Um, I think the Sixers should be the favorite. I know currently they're behind the Bucks and the Nets as the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to show that again. I love you from Iran. That's so awesome to me. <laughs> um, All right, keep going. <laughs> I think the Sixers should be the favorite. I mean, if you just look at them, Embiid and Harden, they're just unstoppable as a duo. Um, 
Brooklyn use, I don't want to say it just changed, but I mean, Ben Simmons, I don't know when he's playing. So it's literally just Katie and Kyrie and Kyrie can't play half the games. And I but know he dropped 50. Yeah. Against the Hornets. I'm, I'm not worried, really worried about the Hornets. I mean, Kyrie's a bucket. I like no, Kyrie's my crazy. favorite. It's like the most efficient 50 point. No, game. I mean, Ky- Kyrie's my favorite on that team out of, I, I hate Kevin Durant and I don't, like Ben Simmons, I've always. What do you like, What do you think Ben Simmons' reception in Philly will be? Um, it could uh, get ugly. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised. Russell Westbrook someone, was having problems. Like I wouldn't be surprised if someone threw something at him. Really? I mean, not saying he deserves it, but just the way he handled everything, he handled it very poorly. I heard that he's got to be present for him to kind of go after that 20 million. They need documentation of how terrible Philly will be. Yeah, and then, but that goes back to how he handled it because in his press conference with Brooklyn in his opening one, he was like, Yeah, it wasn't ever about the fans. It was just how, like, the organization. So now, why are you crying? Like, why are you using, oh, the fans' abuse as part of your case when in your press conference you're like, Oh, it was never about the fans? And then him using the whole mental health thing as an excuse because that all came about because I think on a pod, I think it was a Bill Simmons or it was the, and someone on ESPN, I forget her name, but they, she was, she proposed that idea. She was like, this, this could be a way that Rich Paul could get the money back. If you say you have a mental health issue and it wasn't, it was like two days later than clutch sports says the whole thing about him and his mental health. So just him using that as a cop out and it just people who actually suffer and go through that. Like he's using it as like a joke, as a way. Okay, how can I maximize the amount of money I get? So just him as a person, I think he's the biggest piece of shit out there. So <laughs> if not saying he's gonna get something thrown at him, but yeah. if he does, yeah, you had it coming. All right. Personal feelings aside, <clears throat> Ben Simmons comes back for the Orlando Magic game. In my prediction, um, I, I'm scared of the Nets. I mean, I'm always not, scared of a team that has Kyrie and, and and KD, but I think that we have the firepower to match up with them. There's nobody on that. And team. Curry, and Curry. Curry's good, but he, he doesn't scare me the way that KD and Kyrie do. By the right. way, I wanted to mention. You want to take a guess what time it is in Iran right now? Like no, yeah, like five a.m. Yeah, like five. <laughs> It was like 5.30 a.m. when we started. Well, get that coffee ready, baby. <laughs> get it going in Iran. <laughs> Iran and Iraq. I'm still more scared of Milwaukee. You think why? What is your love of Milwaukee? You love the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, oh, are you going back to last year? Uh, yeah. I live in the, the present, champions. I That's live in right. the present, sir. <laughs> I live in the present where the and Milwaukee in the present, Bucks aren't playing that great, team. and Russell Wilson isn't that great of a quarterback. <laughs> nah, so they, they got they've got Giannis, and they, I mean they they proved that they could do it last year. I know there was a bunch a lot of asterisks, but like there's going to be a lot of asterisks this year too. That's just the way that the NBA playoffs are now. Um, to, be honest, to be honest, I don't. Oh, okay, you, I was going to say I don't fear Philly? anyone. I don't like now that we traded for Harden. Yeah, like I'm on DeAndre Hopkins thing. I fear God. Like I don't fear another. Don't fear God, boy. <laughs> like 
my whole thing was with the Sixers, oh, if MB's not playing well, what's going to happen? Well, now we have James Harden who can facilitate or he can drop 30 and still go handily bring his team back. I mean, I know it was years ago, but James Harden almost single-handedly beat the Golden State Warriors, which that team was nasty. And I know he's gotten older and it's not the same James Harden, but he's still like in his prime and might be on the latter end. But James Harden is still that dude. And I think he's Joel, looked great. And, yeah, and I mean, Embiid. I'm just afraid he was faking everything in, in Brooklyn. Although, well, no, he wanted to, to get out. Kind of, yeah. He he want he didn't he never wanted to be in the first place. He wanted to get out. It was the Houston owner didn't want to trade him to Daryl Moore more in Philly. About you really think he didn't want to go to Brooklyn, dude? No, he wanted to go to Philly. He wanted to be with Moore. It's just the Houston you, owner was like, "I'm not gonna trade you to Daryl Moore after he just hoed us and left Houston in like a week and then quickly signed a new deal in Philly." So the Houston owner was just he was just mad. But I mean. The reason I'm not scared is because no one has an answer for Embiid. There isn't another center in the East that can guard him one on one. Whenever they Drummond. play him, they're always they're always gonna have to double him, and so you double him and just fix other things. I'm not scared of Claston. Claston's gonna pick up six fouls within the first ten minutes. Vooch. Vooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I don't I'm know. I don't know about, about the Bulls. That's my only concern is injuries because we right. We we are all the players that we have now. I mean, even outside of Embiid, if Harden that hammy, Harden does some that hammy, we're screwed. If me, if like Matisse gets hurt, like we're no good perimeter defenders. It's it's slim. A lot of people are saying that we have depth and we do, but we, I mean, injuries could would really screw us. One like just one major injury would really screw us. I mean, obviously, and, and Embiid, obviously, I mean, I don't like talking about it. I don't like trying to jinx it, but Embiid, I mean, it's a fact. Embiid is, has a large injury history, and the way he plays, it's it's possible. But um, I agree with Monty. I think if I had to pick a team, I would say I think Milwaukee, but I think that the team that we have now, assuming that injuries don't happen, I think we could easily run the table. Okay. Okay. You're going Milwaukee. I'm going Brooklyn still, and Monty's going Philly. Let's go West. Also, you guys start. I'm going to get a drink. Who who you like in the West, Charles? Suns. Suns are, I mean, the Suns are kicking, just kicked Miami's ass in, in Miami without Chris Paul. And they, they're, I think Monty Williams is a tremendous coach. They got a lot of young talent and a lot of good veteran leadership. I, I mean, they did it last year. Um, and frankly, they probably should have won the finals last year, but they had no one to stop Giannis. So I think if they match up, I think, I mean. Any, any, any dark horse vibes from my favorite team, the Denver Nuggets? If Jamal Murray comes back? No. Really? No. Monty, I'm convinced you've, you've never watched a Denver Nuggets game. No, I, used, I think the Nuggets are good, but I think if Murray and Porter Jr. come back, who is going to get a stop on defense? I know Michael Porter Jr. can't play defense. I know Jamal Murray can't really play defense. I, he's better out of those three. And I know Jokic for his life can't play defense. 
Okay, you keep saying that over and over on all of these podcasts when Jokic's defensive numbers have improved dramatically over the years. Let's not act like Jokic is a good defender. This this man, he he he's gone from bad to good in my. He's opinion. better than Vooch, right? Agreed. Which isn't saying much, but. No, and he's I mean, a robot, and he is a cyborg. No, I'm not built, really concerned built about to the play Nuggets. basketball. I mean, if he, Jamal he might... Murray comes back. You're not concerned about the Nuggets. No, because. If he comes back, he hasn't played basketball in a whole year, and he's going to get thrown into the playoffs or thrown into like five games before he starts playing. Just want to throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean what that's fair. Draymond, like, what if Draymond comes back for the Warriors? I was going to say the same thing. A lot of people are sleeping on the Warriors because of their past, like the last month, and I. I mean, that's who I think is going to win. Like, I still think the Warriors. Really? Are the most, yeah, I mean, they're the most talented. You get Draymond back. They have depth. They have young players. They have experienced veterans. They've been there before. And try to beat Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond four times out of seven. I mean, that that's hard. And it'll be them or Phoenix, and I think I'll take my chances with Golden State. What are, what are your thoughts on Clay though? <laughs> I saw a tweet, though. I started laughing. They said Clay is, um, since Duncan he's come back, is just Duncan Robinson with some swag. <laughs> <laughs> he just launched. He's launched, dude. His his three attempts have gone through the roof. Yeah, I think he's just trying to get in the rhythm. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, when you haven't played basketball for that long and you're, you're just you're just chucking. I mean, it's not like they. I mean, he's Clay Thompson. He's, in my opinion, the second greatest shooter of all time behind Steph. Right. But um, he, I mean, obviously, playoff time. He's not going to be taking those pull-up threes from the logo or a few feet in front of the logo. Um, and I also think um, – I don't I don't think he's played with Draymond yet. Has he? Has no, he played with Draymond since they've came back? No, Draymond – That's going to help tremendously. Um, and I think that that will – I, I, I got to say, think, I didn't – I didn't see this Draymond thing happening. Like, I, I really didn't think there would be such a drop-off from Draymond. Like, to me, I don't – I'm wrong. I'll admit that I was wrong on this one because I didn't think Draymond was very important to them at all. Yeah, and I was no, he's extremely – I mean, even on defense, he's their plan. But even offense, like, I remember he brings the ball up and that also opens off screens for Curry. There was the one quarter – remember Curry didn't even take a shot in the fourth? Well, if Draymond's there, Draymond can bring the ball up because that, that whole quarter, Curry would bring the ball up, they just set a high trap and he'd have to pass it off. If Draymond brings it up, he comes off the right. screen and he can get his own well, shots. So yeah, offensively, he helps them out. Curry's always better off the ball. I mean, I know he's the point guard. He's a, but yeah, he's yeah, but he's a, he's, a, he's a shooter. So I think he helps them offensively and defensively. He's their whole team, like their heartbeat. He He's their vocal leader. Yeah. He, Does Draymond have a, a, a set time to come back? Next Monday, I think. Okay. Well, we'll see how it all works out then with them. So you're going Golden State still, Monty? Yeah, I I, I think they're going to win. I got How's Phoenix by a mile. But I do like the Denver Dark Horse Fair. if Jamal Murray comes back. Because Jokic is my favorite player. So, um, Okay, are you switching up, Charles? You had Milwaukee-Golden State at the beginning of this year. You said Phoenix, so... 
Yeah. You're going Milwaukee Phoenix? A rematch? You're switching your pick. You're a flip flopper. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> I'm going Brooklyn Phoenix. Going Philly, Golden State, and the Golden State wins. That's tough. I'm gonna I'll I'll keep my, my original pick. I'll go Philly, Philly, Milwaukee, so Milwaukee, Golden State. Yeah, I'll keep it. Okay, it's hard though. I like. I gotta say, I like I like Philly better than like Milwaukee. I guess I just don't like Milwaukee for some reason. I didn't like them last year either, so that that shows you. What about okay? Here's it's on the TV. What about the Jazz? I don't even think the Jazz like each other. You just hear everything about Donovan Mitchell and Gobert beefing. So, by the way, two years marks the day of when Rudy Gobert touched all of those microphones when he had COVID, <laughs> which which is an interesting moment in time because then the NBA was canceled uh, a week later. So we had the Disney. Isn't bubble. that nuts? Isn't that nuts? That was two years ago. Time you might, gone. Adam. You might want to have to turn the the Lakers game on. Currently down two to the last place Houston Rockets. <laughs> Leading scorer for the Lakers, Russell Westbrook. No, really? How much he got? He's got 24 on 8 of 13 shooting. LeBron got a triple-double, though. He almost got a quad with turnovers, too. <laughs> Is it um, okay. the Lakers live one? You got any uh, NBA click it to pickets? I haven't. I've done zero research. I mean, I'll just go with the Sixers over Brooklyn tomorrow in the James Harden revenge game. Really? Wow. Yeah. What's the line? Or are you I just doing money was, line? The, I think yeah, because I think like we're up like half. four and a half. Yeah. I, well, I, I'll say we'll hey. cover. Well, no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Philly is favored by four and a half? Yeah, it's yeah. in Philly. Oh, I might have to take some action on that one. Not on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I should sign up. By the way, NBA parlays are super, super easy for anyone still listening. Uh, me, Charlie, and Monty cashed in on uh, Darius Garland over 23. He had 40. No surprise. Um, Kevin Durant over five and a half assists. He had seven. And then our boy, old Chicago Bull, piece of shit, Wendell Carter Jr., over 10 and a half rebounds. He had 12. I felt no stress the entire night, and uh, we—I mean—that was the easiest money I've ever made. I didn't <laughs> win tonight, though. It didn't happen. No, they were, we're blowing them out, so they took Bam out. All right, Aiden. so what we did is we bet Bam and DeAndre Ayton would have um, both have a double double. Ayton hit. Both have a double double. What Ayton hit? Yeah. What did Bam do? He how many rebounds he had? Five. Oh, what a piece of shit. Which center is out here grabbing five rebounds? <laughs> Vooch. <laughs> yeah, but um, all right. Hey, Charles, you got any clickets? Uh, we just talking tomorrow night? We're talking whatever. You want you, you wanna you wanna forecast out to the weekend? I haven't looked. Philly will win every game this until next week. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Should someone put in a futures bet on one of these NBA teams? 
like right now with like I mean, dude, looking at at the the Nets, it's just for me. I'm like, damn, I should put a couple hundred on them for to win at plus three hundred or whatever they're at right now. I just think if you got Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons, I just I just don't know how you beat ben that Simmons. team. We're not gonna we're not gonna throw Ben Simmons in there. Like he's defense, dog. Like what, I, okay, I, here's the question. All right, here's the real question. Because I asked you about the Jazz. What about Boston? They're like nasty. The past like two months. I mean, I think though if they match up with the Bucks, like I'd still take the Bucks, the Heat. The Sixers and Brooklyn over Boston, but I think Boston's right. Behind. The Heat are plus twelve hundred to win the championship. Okay, that's those are pretty good odds. By the way, Jason Tatum, one hundred and thirty-five points in the last three games. That's the most in a three-game span in Celtics history. He's a bucket. He's over a Big bucket. Baby Davis. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had that clip of him getting <laughs> of him seat snaking like we did at the Bulls games. <laughs> yeah, big baby's like I, I knew something was suspicious when I saw him at courtside. I was like, this guy can't afford courtside. What are you talking about? Dude? Remember when he stumbled down the court like he had like a concussion and he was like rumbling and bumbling yeah. down the court that one game. Yeah. All right, so but you uh, Boston, no chance to get get out of the east right no no i mean they could go on a run to like the eastern conference finals but i don't think they would make it out what are your thoughts on dallas did they win that trade yet the porzingis trade yeah i mean getting rid of porzingis is a win so i don't care who you get in return just getting rid of porzingis is a win all right i feel like we're jumping around now All right, so we've already done our click it to pickets. I have none. Actually, my click it to picket. I'm gonna go with it. If you can bet on the Nets right now to win the NBA championship, and if you can get plus two fifty to plus three hundred, it's like, why not put? Why not put a hundred on it? They're every- plus five fifty right now. Are they really? Yep. Oh, uh-huh. I'm gonna have the to bet on that. The Warriors, yeah. I'm gonna have to bet on that. I'm gonna have to do more research next time. I don't I would bet if the Lakers make the play in game I I think I might have to bet heavily on them because I think LeBron no way does LeBron allow himself not or to lose a play in game he'll go on one of those Golden State type games knowing that he has no chance in a series but knowing that his ego his fragile ego can't allow him to lose that I mean, that's what happened last year. Remember when he hit that crazy shot against Golden State in their playoff playing game? And then they got clapped in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all they did get clapped except, remember, they were up versus Phoenix and DeAndre, or, um, um, fuck. A day to day got hurt. That's it true. <laughs> Chris Paul got remember, hurt. Remember, there, there is that picture of, um, Drummond. Oh, and he's oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, let let history be a lesson. LeBron does not lose playing games. Bet the house. Bet the house on the Lakers yes. if they get in. It's one for one. <laughs> All right, let's talk real quick here to end this. Do I have any other notes here? New QB. 
I mean, the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's like I the one thing about the Aaron Rodgers thing is like I was so happy that Russell Wilson just like took those headlines away from him immediately. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is getting fifty million a year. Uh, no one cares anymore. <laughs> Russell Wilson's on the Broncos. Yeah. And then he tried to grab the headlines back too. He's like, actually, I didn't sign. Yeah. Like, well, no one reported that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Go ahead and announce it on Pat McAfee, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, okay. Now, let's do a quick movie review of the Batman, because we all saw it together. <laughs> Upon further thought meditation i thought the batman sucked you didn't like it <laughs> i did not enjoy the batman what about it didn't you like i felt like okay there's a couple things if you're gonna go that dark then go that dark and make it like r right uh -huh. second thing I, I realize uh, the thing is they made it three hours, right? So you would think that they're like, we don't give a fuck about the audience because we're going to make this shit three hours. So in that vein, if you don't give a fuck about the audience, why are you reading us every single riddle there is? Like we're like so dumb <laughs> that we can't read. So that came across to me as like, like so like contrived and lame when they're like, what do you get when you got a rat with wing? I'm like, oh god, here they go reading the rhyme again. And then I um to that point, then it's like, all right, well then if you did care about the audience, why'd you make it three hours? It could have easily been two hours. To me, it could have easily like they did like two misdirections in the middle where I'm like, what was the point of that? Like, mm -hmm. oh, so Penguin has no point in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like good. literally none yeah and then uh what else did i not like um i i guess i'm always relating things back to the dark knight and oh, so for me how, yeah. it's like oh okay I could tell an hour in it wasn't going to be even close to the dark night. So then for the rest of the two hours, I was like, oh man, this is, this is lame. I mean, the dark Knight's one of the greatest movies ever. So it's hard to try to reach that level. To be honest, I like the Bane Batman better than like the Batman. Well, I mean, I, I, thought, agree I, with, I actually good. agree with Adam money. The more I yeah. thought about it, I was like, eh, it was, I don't know. I just, didn't seem like much. Didn't like it. The first first fifteen minutes, though. <laughs> <laughs> I I will agree with him. I liked like the opening monologue of him, and that I was getting hyped because I was like, "Oh, okay, this is gonna be really good" or whatever. Oh, another thing I didn't like is like I I get there trying to make him human and all, but it was like, wait, so. He dove off the building. He was on his, like, you know, I don't know what they call that thing where you're, like, gliding or whatever. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, gliding. that's realistic. You know what I'm talking about, like, base jumping shit. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's realistic or whatever. And then he, like, 
fucks up and messes up <laughs> yeah. and like, gets destroyed and then just like limps he off and i'm out, like yeah. wait a second he's human <laughs> and by the way this part of his face never got fucked up and i'm like well you just hit the subway going 100 <laughs> miles an hour i get that your suit is protected but why does this part of your face never get fucked up and why did none of the criminals think to shoot you here? <laughs> I guess I'm getting too I'm getting too far into the details there, but I don't know. It's like, all right, you want to make them human? It's like, well, at least make them human and let them get fucked up. Then don't let Kill them him crash in. Well, no, like break his leg or something, you know? Like you wanted Christian... Batman to die in like thirty minutes into the movie. Well, it's like Christian Bale. He like revealed by taking off. You know, he would get into a fight. And then Christian Bale would, like, take off the suit and he'd have fucking, like, bruises everywhere, right? Like, if you want to make him human, then do that shit. Don't, like, just have him fuck up on his base jump and then be like, all right, moving on. Another thing, and this is super specific for the scene, but when when they're going through that place and the... and the Oh, oh, wait a second, wait a second. Backing up, backing up. <laughs> Again, back to the audience explaining thing. When the stripper slash Catwoman is in the bar and, like, the fucking district attorney explains every single part of corruption in the city to someone he has just met, I was like, come on. Stop it. And then you couldn't just have them doing like cocaine. It had to be like some stupid thing about like eye drops. And then when they're in the place and they're like, oh, what was that? Uh, it's just a bunch of drop heads. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I'd say overall, I'd give it a C. I'd say, I'd say B minus. I would say... A plus. A plus. No, I'd say I mean it was it wasn't in in the A. I'd say like B, high B, like a high B, but yeah, I'd say like a high B. Here's a question: Would you watch it again? No, I'm not sitting there for three hours. <laughs> I know what's happening. <laughs> then that yes. means it has to be a beer low. <laughs> no, because I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh okay, but I'm now that I know what happens. I'm not right. going to sit there for th – if it was two hours, yeah, but if now I know for three hours, I'm not doing that. Right. All right, cool. Um, I'd watch it again. I feel like I missed a lot of it, so. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Anyways, moving on. Actually, that's it. That's all I got. Hey, you guys got anything else? No, I think that's all it. All right, on the next one, let's uh, – I'll have some major click it to pick it. Because I feel like NBA is such an easy sport to bet on. When compared to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, a lot of random stuff. Like, what, the Knicks beat the Clippers the other day? Like, they got blown out. The Knicks um, are spanking the Mavericks right now. Yeah. So, I think Did in the, the playoffs. Have a chance in the play on, playing game? No, I think they're, like, the 11th seed and a couple games out or something like that. Oh, okay. Just wondering. All right, that's all I got, guys. All right, till the next one. Um. We're going to be back. We're going to be doing regular ones again. Uh, I don't I don't plan on doing any more trips for a while. So, um, although I will say this, when I was on my ski trip, 
met an old friend. No one talks about the positives, positives of social media. He saw my story. Haven't seen him basically since my 10-year high school reunion. And uh, before that, since uh, high school. And uh, he came over and he met with me. And he said that he has a remote job. And he's going from state to state each month uh, on his remote job. Monty, would you ever consider doing that? Yeah, 100%. If I could work remote, I would not be staying in the same spot. Okay. Charles, would you do the same? Yeah, if I had the funds. If you had the funds and you're working remote, you would definitely... Would Now, would you do it state to state each month? Or would you stay like six months in one city and then six months in another? I don't know. I would do like three. Think about it. Month to month might be a little excessive. Like that's just like four weekends and then it's like, oh shoot, it's over. I would do like three or four months. So like three to yeah. four cities each year. And I think that's a good balance. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, sure you don't have as, else? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think an hour 12. I think we talked about everything. No, right? but there was that one scene in the movie. <laughs> I know we did get a little specific on Batman. I would give it a C, <laughs> a C, a solid C. It wasn't bad, but it was not good. And if you took it home to mom, she'd be like, oh boy, a C. Good job. <laughs> what? Well, not my mom. I know most moms would be like, oh, okay, you got a C. My parents would be like, why the fuck didn't you get an A? You're grounded for five weeks. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, all right. We, we, we started with uh, Friday night. We'll end with Friday night. And uh, thanks for joining, guys. Peace. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car We drive through the city like explorers going 65 Flowing hair flying across your face We left on Friday, now it's Saturday Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are.